Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve. With me, as always, is the rare creature from the bestiary, a rare white griffin. Ooh, yes. (laughs) I prefer Caucasian griffin. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. (laughs) Colby, everyone. And today we are talking about season two, episode one of The Witcher. And we are going to just jump into some spoiler talk here today, tell you our thoughts about the episode, give you sort of a brief recap and where our heads are at um, with the show. Um, If you like this uh, video or podcast, whichever you're, if you're watching or listening, make sure you give us a like, subscribe, follow, check out our social media links in the description below and comment. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Please. We're going to keep it just to this episode though. Just episode one. I've only seen the first three as of right now, as of our talk. Um, so yep. I can't even give you more than that. Um, right. But that's what we're going to keep it just the one. Just the first um, episode. And if you haven't read uh, some of the books, there might be kind of some or, spoiler territory for that. Or played um, the games, I guess. Eh, maybe. 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 We'll okay. talk some game stuff. Yeah, I'll probably. And, and that's, that's the interesting thing about this kind of talk uh, where Steve has played the games and he's read the books. So he has a way better knowledge of the Witcher universe than I have, because I have done neither of those things. I've only watched the show uh, and learned what I have from Steve. So if you're somebody who's more like me, um, Steve will have the information to enlighten you this episode. Uh, and otherwise, we should jump right into episode one. We've been waiting for season two for a while. Um, season one was really solid. Uh, you know, like I said, back when we did our season one review, I enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you or some other people I talked to who had already played the Witcher games and, and read the books to them to have heard. It was just amazing to me. It was like, okay, I like this. I'm a little confused sometimes, but I was still pretty excited for season two to come out here. Yeah, I would agree with you. I, I really enjoyed season one. I, pro- I think I enjoyed it more than you just because I am. A, a witcher fan a nerd i have mm-hmm. played through season or no, season three ep, uh <laughs> the witcher three the wild hunt right um i've played that thing to death um i love that game um and i think that's where a lot of people actually get into the witcher is from that game which is funny it's the third in the series yeah and it's the books it's a game that takes place after the the books that have been written to this point um and then the show is actually an adaptation from the books. But you can definitely tell they take some, uh, some inspiration from the games as far as the, the look of um, how things are and how people talk and the way people move and stuff. Um, totally. I, I thought that a lot watching even this first few episodes of this season um, is like these locations that they've created. It feels like this could be a video game map. And there's some things that happen. There's like this really like feels like a video game type that I'm watching. Yeah. Uh, which was cool, which was really cool. And in, in season one, um, I think I liked it because it's just the genre that I love. Mm. You know, it's got that sort of fantasy. I mean, it's a fantasy medieval time period with swords and mythical creatures that it's pretty awesome. Uh, but I was definitely a little confused with the timelines in season one. I think this season is definitely more linear, which is definitely easier to follow. Yeah. 
definitely say. this first episode here it seems like everyone is on the same is in the same time they're all in present day i think you would really have to at this point otherwise you know how are characters you know going to meet up with each other and we've already yeah you know they've already met each other in present day like the the big thing that happened again to season one where this episode takes place after that sort of sets up this episode is the battle of sodden hill where nilfgaard yes. the the new rising empire from the south on the continent and the continent is just that you know this universe is it's the world it's yeah, uh, they say continent though yeah. <laughs> they just call it the continent so if you're like um if you're uh, uh oh my gosh i'm blanking on A person well no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> lord of the rings what do they call middle earth middle earth middle earth jeez oh jeez oh man nerds don't kill me for that i love i love i love lord of the rings but so middle earth right that's the world of lord of the rings the continent is just called the continent and that's yeah so but from the south nilfgaard is this new rising power people don't understand who uh this new leader is they're calling him the white flame he's also sort of a religious figure um uh i can say that you know it, it, it will be a surprise, at least from what I know from the books and the games, what I know. It, it'll be kind of cool, I think, for people to sort of see that, un- unless they've changed it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm still curious about how they're going to do it. But anyway, though, the big thing is this army is now just coming north, and they no one saw it coming, and they're just taking everything by storm. Yep. And at the end of season one, the mages um, from the Brotherhood and Eratusa where it's like the the male group of uh, mages and the female group of mages, they team up and they fend off against the Nilfgaard uh, army. And it's really just them. They were supposed to have backup from some other army. They didn't show. So it was just, it was just, uh, it was kind of a slaughter against the mages. But at the end, uh, Yennefer ends up yeah. doing some crazy fire magic, which is forbidden. Which is bad. bad fire magic. Not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be apparently... From what I know, that's like a very dangerous form of magic for a mage to use. Yeah. Chaos is their magic system in uh, the Witcher universe here in the show. And um, so she ends up killing all the Nilf guardians or not all of them, but most of them and uh, all the other mages, too, because their magic, they were doing damage. But the mages got wrecked Mm because they were outnumbered. The other army also had mages from uh Frangilla. um Frangilla, the one yeah the, she left eratusa now she's with nilfgaard and she's one of the believers in the white flame one of the other things too we saw at the yeah. end of season one that is still kind of a mystery right now in this episode is uh vilgaforce is who was the one of the mage who was also a warrior and he sort of took on a leadership role for the battle at sodden hill and he was the one who could like could just endlessly keep drawing a sword. Yeah. Um, and then he got knocked off the hill by the the black knight, the rider who went after Siri. And then after he sort of came to and the battle was over, he killed this other surviving mage. So it's it's clear. Yeah, he's it's like, what are his intentions? Um, is he for Nilfgaard? Is he with the mages? What What, what is he doing? Another big part, too, of season one was, I think, just the events leading up 
to when Geralt of Rivia and Ciri would cross paths. Yes. Who? Um, and that's pretty much where season two picks up, where they are now traveling together, learning more about each other, um, which is pretty cool because we saw, you know, in season one, they had their separate timelines. We saw Geralt's um, whole thing with the law of surprise that he, you know, made the promise to Ciri's parents, right? Yes. Um, and now he's living up to that. So, yeah. If you remember, uh, Siri's mother, um, she and Dooney, who was this guy who was cursed to look like a hedgehog, um, they, they sort of have like this sort of Cinderella sort of fairy tale with a weird twist on it kind of thing um, where the curse breaks um, when they get permission from the mother um, who died in season one um, to get married. And then turns out she's pregnant and Geralt just you know, on a whim, he's like, I'll take the law of surprise. And she throws up and pregnant. And he was like, fuck. <laughs> and, and so it was just, there was this tie of destiny was the big yes. thing. And, yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. for a lot of people, they're just like, why, why is there's this bond between these two strangers, you know? Um, and it's really just the destiny thing. It's that's yeah. the big thing for this. And, and it's kind of like what she needs is a father figure to mentor her and teach her how to become a warrior, but how to be um, morally good and sound. And then he sure. needs someone to sort of raise and make him not so cynical of the world because he's an old man. That's, you know, uh, he's a, he's lived through a very long time as a witcher. You know, if that's one thing you took away from season one is, you know, decades went by we saw. So, um, he's seen a lot and he's kind of a cynical person in some ways because he, he's been uh, bitten in the hand a lot of times when he has tried to help people out, like when Renfrey mm -hmm. was going to attack the town yep. um, and everyone just hated him. And he's a monster hunter. He kills, you know, things that are killing villagers, but people still hate him because he's a mutant. So right. this is someone like for him. So that's the big thing. Destiny, they balance each other out. Totally. And I got to say, in this first episode, I found him less cynical so far. Did, do you agree? Like a little bit less grumpy, a little bit uh, more friendly to the girl. Just his overall personality, I found less cynical. Yeah, I think she she is already sort of lightening him up. Um, mm -hmm. He still was a little uh, sort of cratchety a couple times, but I yeah. like that. I like that about him. Oh, me too. Me too. But the big thing that happens is um, it opens up and there's some villagers just getting massacred. Yeah, they're trying to get into this town. town. Yeah. yeah. And, and we can't he, see what it is. It's like yeah. uh, like a wind sweeps them up or something. Then they drop down like all chewed up. Uh, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And they end up at this uh, house. Anyway, Geralt and Siri do. Well, first they go to the battle looking they're, for Yennefer. Yeah, everyone's looking for Yennefer, too. Everyone also, um, to say a, uh, and nobody can find her. So they all make the assumption that she is dead. It was a pretty sweet opening too. just all the bodies and the yeah. smoke. And you can tell a lot of budget is in this season. Um, I would I, I would dare say more than last season. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. I remember last season, there were a couple times the CGI was a little bit. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. Yeah. You know. Um, where so far what I've seen 
CGI is top notch. Yeah. The effects are top notch so far this season. This feels kind of like something from Disney plus Mandalorian kind of level CGI so far to me. Yeah, I would agree. And, but it was, it was really cool. Just the battle going through Mm and, um, yeah, for to say is very distraught. She thinks Yennefer's dead. Um, uh, Geralt, Geralt, Geralt also... is as distraught as he can show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he does shed some tears. He does. He sheds right? some tears he... when he's walking away. He doesn't really talk about it at all, but no. he shed some tears. So him and Siri now are together on their way to Care Morin, where the Witchers um, reside and live <sighs> during the winter. I love that. Yeah, it's isn't that they, sweet? They say they go and they heal heal up until like the next season. <laughs> yep. You know, it's their off season and the yep. bros just get back and just hang out. Uh, yeah. It seems yeah. awesome. What, what if we could do that? Like all of Should. our friends, whatever jobs <laughs> we have, like once like December 1st hits, we just all meet up in Montana or something and like <laughs> and we just chill for months on end just and this then... giant ranch and we just all live together yeah. yes <laughs> we need to start doing this yeah then we move back and resume our lives again yeah we're like all right well <laughs> January 31st just happened gotta go back yeah <laughs> but uh but anyway though they're on their way and they stop at this village where at the beginning, we saw the, the villagers getting massacred by some monster. Mm-hmm. Geralt opens the door and gets tackled by what looks like a monster. Um, and I think a lot of people who are unfamiliar with the story of uh, from The Last Wish, the book. So mm-hmm. the, the show is based off of the books by Andrzej Sapkowski, a Polish author who writes The Witcher books. And uh, The Last Wish is where a lot of the season one get stuff from and sort of destiny and then this one is kind of combining blood of elves sort of destiny and uh, uh the last wish all together too but anyway monster tackles Geralt, but it turns out it's a friend um yeah and it's it's actually played by oh uh, christopher hebaju and he's he's playing novellan in this and who's the monster uh the monster quote unquote um and, and you know what it reminded me of immediately yeah was the beast from uh, Disney's Beauty and the Beast? Like his looks. Yeah, I was just like, oh, it's um, in the house too, weird. right? His whole the house obeys. Yeah, his commands. the house also like yeah, the, yeah, the house obeys his commands. The house went nuts when they first got mm-hmm. like, the doors and windows were like slamming open, and it's like, oh, what is what is this? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he came out, like I was like, okay, here's our first monster battle, you know. I figured we were going to get some kind of monster battle here in episode one. And um, then when he's like about to kill me, like, no, 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 it's me. It's me. It's me. So there we go. There's it's a friend. It's a, it's a friend. friend. And and that's the, the big thing with um, how Andrzej writes the books is actually, especially the, the last wish when I was reading it, to me, it felt as though every story was, sort of a dark twist on regular fairy tale stories and this mm. one is obviously beauty and the beast and he yeah. talks about how he was cursed and that's why he's a, he's a beast now and he he uh has tried kissing all the fair maidens and falling in love and stuff 
Because that's what he said. The way to break the curse is something about love and blood or something. Love and blood. Because that's what he says. Like, oh, it's something about love and blood. Mm -hmm. And I've tried and I nothing's worked. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's and, the, and like we said, the house, you know, if you watch Beauty and the Beast, the whole house, every it was all of his servants were um, yeah. did things for the house and was alive. And now here, the, but just, I like the house how just listens to it. Yeah, but I like how um, it's not all smooth. It's like dinner and it just drops from the <laughs> ceiling and like just <laughs> just like like when a game like loads in food and it's above or objects yeah. and it just falls. Just and just scatters down. yeah, and it scatters it crashes on the table and uh i love that how awesome would it be to just do that that'd be, that would, that'd be, be great so great especially unless you had soup you know you just wanted like a bowl of chili or pasta scalding hot soup <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good meal it's a, and that's what they have dinner uh in in series with them too so if you are yeah. a fan of the books um, Siri is not in the last wish. She doesn't come along until blood of elves. Well, kind of sort of destiny, but, um, blood of elves then is the first, mm. you know, chronological where Siri goes to Caramoran and trains with Gerald stuffs. But, um, I didn't think she, she took away from it at all. She kind of, I, she kind of added to it in ways, but it's definitely yeah. different. It's if you, uh, if you listen to our talks about the last kingdom, the seasons usually combine two books together yeah. and, and change some stuff as well. And it's kind of what they're doing here. They're, they're combining some books so that all the main characters are sorted together because really the last wish is just Geralt, you know? So yeah. if they, if they would have just done that season one would have just been Geralt. So I, I think they just wanted to bring in the other characters too is why we, you know, we had the timeline stuff going on. Um, but now, yeah. Now they're all there. We can't just be like, all right, let's put them on the shelf again. Totally. Um, but anyway, though, with this beast guy, his name his name's Nivellin, right? Yeah, Nivellin or Nivellin or Nivellin. He's being pretty nice to um, Siri. Uh, he like gives her a bath, and the whole time I've, I'm noticing um, Geralt is super suspicious. He's like, he doesn't really know if this is a safe place. He even says that, like, I. He like confronts his friend. He's like, look, I'm sorry, but I, I need to know if she's safe. Cause like, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, it's still me. Don't worry. It's still me. Which is like, okay. But while she's in there taking a bath, I think, or getting ready to take a bath, she hears something up in the ceiling or maybe she doesn't hear it yet, but we can hear it. And you can like see eyes looking through this hole in the ceiling. And it's like, oh, that's kind of creepy. And then when they're eating dinner, I think she did hear it. I think she asked, like, do you have a, like, what's in the ceiling? That's the yeah, sound I hear. And he's like, oh, that's my cat. You know? Yeah. So, and they both pick up on it right then, though, that something's off because she's like, aren't witchers or aren't, aren't cats afraid of witchers? And he's yeah. like, I, you know, I thought no one could be with you or something. And, he was like, oh, uh, let's do something else now. Yeah. And and then, like, they go their separate ways. She goes to go to bed, and Geralt's like, he's like, uh, oh, I'm going to go. I think I should go make sure this is a safe place. You know, he says that. And then he just goes out and hangs out with his horse. <laughs> he he's like, hangs out with Roach. He's just, like, out there. He's like, you're not checking. I know. He said, I'm going to check the perimeter. I'm going to check. He stands in one spot. <laughs> no. He, um, and while he's doing that, 
I think that's when this, and I, I was thinking about you at this part because it's kind of creepy. Oh my um, God. I, so when this, when this happened, so what happens is the, the Bruxa, the vampire, yeah. you don't know she's a vampire yet, but she, she moves all contortiony and twisty and, and like the frame rate of her is like off too. It was, oh yeah. So, yeah. it was so it's, disturbing. It was straight out of a horror movie. Luckily I had like gotten up to get food or something and walked <laughs> away from the TV for so like a really... second. So like my, my kitchen is right next to the TV. So I was, I was not just sitting there when it first happened because I think I would have died. I think I might have just <laughs> I was thinking about died you, on the couch. Been... I was like, oh man, this is scary. It was scary. Falling <laughs> on the ceiling, like her her bones are all um contorted and walking down the ceiling. And ooh, that was creepy. <sighs> and then she comes. Yeah, but then she like crawls up to her bed and wakes up um Siri. Yeah. And when you see her face, like it's a weird face, but it's like kind of a pretty face, I would say. And she says, my name's Verena. She was talking to her mentally, too, and yeah. like how they're the same, that they're both sort of damaged people and mm -hmm. um, that they have darkness inside of them, that kind of stuff. So Siri kind of bonds with her and she finds out it was her that left her that nice dress. Yeah, but they, they made a connection, her and Siri, and mm. I think led Siri to believe that this was not a threat. Yeah. And then I, I don't know if it was before or after, but uh, Geralt was nudged by Roach at some point, and he found yeah. bodies of the villagers that we saw killed at the beginning, buried in the snow. Yep. And so, um, but he, he also found footprints like on that property, oh, at the house property. Yeah, he did. And they first, just in the snow, and they just disappeared. Mm. That was like his first hint. And then he went to town, and he saw the bodies that were all mangled and. Then he said it flies. Yeah, that's and it's what I, I really liked about this is it did feel like one of the missions from the Witcher game where you you get a contract from someone you don't know what the monster is yet. And you, oh, yeah. you go and you find tracks and you find these other clues and you're putting it together and then you're like, oh, it's a it's a Bruxa or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's what the monster is here. It's a Bruxa. And yeah. um and but anyway though Geralt first has a sort of a truth conversation with his buddy Novellin um, and they bring in knives and they yeah. try and hit the head on this portrait and whoever misses the head has to tell the truth and Novellin was just just lining them straight down and Geralt just keeps missing it first Which I thought it was weird yeah, yeah at first I thought he was doing it on purpose I was like because yeah. he smiled after each one um but he wasn't smiling because he was doing it on purpose. He was smiling because he's like, oh, I can tell something's going on here. Yeah. Because he's like, I know that would have been dead on. I'm a dead on guy. Because <laughs> he throws his own knife from his pants then and hits it right in the center. After he's yeah. already had a bunch of meat and he's sitting down now. And so it turns out he's been hiding this Bruxa. Yeah. And uh, at one point, again, kind of messing up on the 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 uh, sequencing of things here but at some point Geralt's like it's a Bruxa and he goes to <laughs> he goes to Siri and he loads up on his uh, what, what's it called I think it's called uh, like a like a black venom or something like that potion I don't know but it's basically I think if you at least in the game there's this I forget what it's called you take this potion and it makes itself the 
Bruxa bites you, like she'll get poisoned if she sucks your blood. I don't know. I don't know if that's what he oh, took. Shit. But that's that's what I would have took. That's what I would have taken <laughs> if you're in that situation. If I knew it was a vampire that I was going to be fighting, I get your notebooks out, ladies and gentlemen. That. That's what I would have taken. <laughs> but but like the Witcher potions, yeah. They and they they never really explained it in the first season when he gets the giant black eyes and he fights that yeah. first scary creature. Is the Witcher potion? It makes a Witcher who's already like a superhuman. Yeah. Um. It makes them even more superhuman. It makes them much quicker. It makes Super it so they can, yeah. It makes it so they can. Yeah, they can. That was see sweet too when um, he was like preparing to take this thing on, and he like, told Siri like get on the horse and like be ready. If I if something else comes out, just run away. Mm-hmm. Like when she like starts to like say something and rebuttal, he like turns around with a black eye. He's like move, and I was like, oh man. And that's yeah, that's one thing I wish they would have explained because I, I love it in the books when they explain after Geralt when he's getting ready to fight that first uh, monster that you see him fight in uh, season one. Uh, not the spider, not the Ikimura, but I, I forget what the, the one is that he has to fight in the, the dungeons. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. But anyway, though, the, the book passage says, you know, after he took the potion that he had to avoid moving in front of someone because he didn't want them to see how fast he could move now that he had taken this potion. And, uh, and you're like, Oh damn. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you had to like think about being so stiff because yeah. how quick he would, his movements would be. So I think it's kind of what they tried to show to him doing yeah. though. Cause he, like he breaks into this room and it's like all slow-mo um, just like big running in. And the Bruxa is just going to town on the and just sucking his blood. Yeah, which I think Novellan was all for, right? I That's what he said. Because yeah. he was like, he's trying to figure out this uh, curse and how to break it, too. And I think maybe his thought was that, because he did love this creature, this Bruxa. And I think she loved him. Yeah, so that was and that was why he was letting her suck his blood is because... Love and blood, maybe. Well, yeah, well, love and blood. But he thought that if he would just let her eat him, because again, he's he's he said earlier he's tried to kill himself and it doesn't work. Yeah. So he knows he's immortal. So he's just like, yeah, go ahead, drink my blood. Um, and then that'll quench your hunger then. But it really yeah. didn't change her nature. She did still keep killing people and he yeah. just sort of ignored it because he loved her. Right. Um, Garrett has a really sweet fight with this monster. Yeah. I, re- I really I dug this. I was yeah, it's a great really way to this. open the season, I have to mm-hmm. say. Let's just take a second to just to give props to Henry Cavill. I thought he was born to play Superman, but I think he was born to play Geralt of Rivia. I mean, he is awesome. Yeah, you know he's been awesome. I think the the entire show, even mm-hmm. for a guy who's not super well um, versed in in the Witcher universe. Like, I love. Uh, the way he plays his character it's awesome he's he's a giant fan he's a giant which which makes me books. like it even more i know right uh and and i think he does i mean i read somewhere he did all of his stunts for season one and you know like even like falling through the floor and stuff like that and it looked like a bunch of times when he was like getting yanked around i was like man i think that's him i don't know though. Yeah. the cgi is really good this season i don't know yeah it was good and yeah and i mean remember at that uh um, when we went to the Renaissance Fair this year and all the Witcher 
witchers we saw yeah. out there. They, they could easily have a stunt double. They could e- easily just put they that could. wig on. I was hoping to do this talk with each of us like wearing those wigs, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yellow uh, gold eyes or something. Next one. Next one we will. I need a witcher shirt. That's what I was uh, looking at. I was like, I don't have a witcher. Oh, shirt. they have so many cool like logos. Like every episode has like a different symbol at the beginning of it. And like all of those symbols would look sweet on shirts. Oh yeah. But it's it was it was a great fight. Yeah. Um with the Bruxa, Silver Sword. Um and what ends up actually happening is the Bruxa is gonna go uh kill Siri because Siri did decided not to leave as Geralt told her that yeah. he, she was supposed to do. And uh, Novellan actually comes out and runs her through with a spear. Yeah. And um, she just pulls in closer to Novellan. Like, oh, oh creepy, God. creepy. What what else did that? Davy Jones, maybe? Dave, yep, Davy Jones. That's Was a good Davy one. Davy Jones who did that? Mm. There's, anyway. There's a bunch uh, of creepy things that when they get, I, I can't, you can't, Remember every movie when someone does it? That was a great call yeah. with Davy Jones from Pirates I think it was. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think when it's coming toward him, I think uh, that's when Geralt goes and cuts her head <laughs> off. Just slashes that. No hesitation. Yeah. Just wham. And uh, the guy is sad. And then he uh, is. And he burns up the body, burns up, I think. And all yeah. of a sudden, there's your love and blood, baby. And his curse is lifted. Curse is lifted. And it turns out then that, uh, you know, he loved her and now he's sad. Yeah, he's like he, so upset about it because she loved him, even though he was a monster. He looked like a monster. And uh, and then Siri was just like, oh, man, I feel bad for them and stuff. But, it, you know, she was the the Bruxa was killing the whole town still. Yeah, um, was eating all the villagers. And then it turns out we find out in why he got cursed. It wasn't just because some priestess didn't like him. It was because he killed all the servants and he raped the priestess. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. And that was when he was a man, too. So that was before, you know, he was the beast. And right. again, it's it's that's what like cool. Andre Sikowski's commentary was always on. It's like, who's the real monster? Yeah, I There's like that. Things that are monsters. The guy was a monster before, before he was the beast. Before he was the beast. Yeah. So. I and like that little, little spin. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when they're leaving, Novellan is sort of like, just do me one favor. Just kill me here. And I think Geralt says, uh, you're mortal now. You can do that yourself. And they leave. You know? Yeah. Um, pretty epic first episode there. Yeah. That, um, Some other little things, too. Um it turns, I don't know if we know this episode, but the Black Knight gets captured by the mages. Um, the one who is the main Nilfgaard guy who beat Vilgaforce. Yeah. Um, and Yennefer is actually alive and she is with um, Fringilla and some handful of uh, Nilfgaard people. Yes. Um, leaving the battle. And um, it turns out, you know, she's bound by these Dimeridian um handcuffs so she can't yeah apparently she from this she can't use her magic because of this um and then it ends with all of the Nilfgaard guys just getting stabbed with spears and just pulled off into the darkness so mm-hmm. i was pretty pumped i was pretty me pumped too. After this. me too what was your favorite moment from the episode favorite moment i gotta say that battle with uh the beast or with um 
the Bruxa mm -hmm. because that's what I was waiting for. You know, yes. I, I remember back to the first episode of season one, the most memorable moment was the sword fight. Remember that sword fight was one oh, yeah. of the best choreographed sword fights with the cinematography, with Henry Cavill, um, the moves. So whoever the stunt coordinator was, they just it was so sweet. And so I was like, they got to start the season with something epic like that again. And they did. Uh, and again, the effects were really good. They, had, you know, even when the Brooks turned into the bat, her like thousand teeth, um, it was awesome. How do you brush all those? I wonder, you know, and what about you? I, I would probably say it too. I mean, I, the, the monster stuff, that's, um, that was the big part of what, you know, what uh, I liked from the games is any great monster quest you had. Um, and then the books, the, the monster hunts was always part of it too, but then it was always sort of a commentary on something. So it was great to, we got sort of more of a game feel in the sense that he was kind of hunting. Uh, he was kind of trying to figure out the mystery. Yeah. because in uh in the book it you you don't really it's not really a mystery you don't see Geralt really looking for this bruxa he shows up at, at the house and he had never met this novellan before i don't think and then you think he's there to kill novellan but it turns out he's there to kill the bruxa right um so that that was kind of the twist in yeah. that um and so i i really like that i really like it was kind of the game but still brought in the message from the book about there's this guy that looks like a beast. Now he's a nice guy and he's very polite. And before he was the monster and now there's this other monster and, and it's not a kiss and true love. That's going to save him in the traditional beauty and the beast way. It's going to be when his wife gets, you know, decapitated, his, decapitated and burnt and burn up to a crisp. Yeah. So I, I really like that. And um, it was sort of a, and it was great sort of learning experience for Siri too. He tells her in the woods, when I say run, you run. When you when I say hide, you hide. When I say fight, you fight. Like you, like you, you don't just stand there and get captured again because then we could lose. Yeah. So it's yeah, great. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Solid, solid, solid first episode. Way to kick the season off. Yeah. Let us know, guys, what else you uh liked from the episode there. What was your favorite moment? What did you think of the fight? What do you think? Do you like that they're different from the books? Do you not like that? Let us know. Comment below. Follow us on social media and let us know there as well. Absolutely. As we always say, goodbye. goodbye.